Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode... Like tight, don't let the bed bugs bars like fuck you, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, that's saying. We don't need men to solve our problems. Like, I don't need your help. I can figure this shit out on my own. Guys, welcome back to the second episode into the new year, which feels crazy to think. We're getting straight in. And I love the fact that we're actually recording today and today's the day our episode went live. Yeah, and we listened to it on the way here because we had to drive from bumfuck nowhere. Bumfuck nowhere. But welcome back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Sit With Us. Honestly, like the routine in this household, babe, it is... I can't believe it, to be honest. Even the nighttime routine, it's actually laughable. If someone could see the way that we live in this home with these three animals, it's like kids... Bedtime, everyone going to bed now because they go and they sleep in bedrooms. Like they, yeah. well, Yuki's in the bathroom and then the cat's in the spare bedroom. So it's like, okay, everyone, bedtime. We're literally putting these children to bed. Like lights out, we're putting food in there, we're making sure their toilets oh are all clean. Cl- like we're literally putting children to fucking bed. And then we go to bed and we're like, ah. Oh. And then we check on the cameras, is everyone okay? <laughs> oh, it is fucking it's hilarious. Fucked. Seriously. It's actually fucked. And then our alarm goes off in the morning. I'll get up, I'll wee, I'll first let the cats out. Kai's already waiting at the door, meowing straight away. And then I'll open the door, you know, I'll check what they've done in the last six to eight hours. There's usually kitty litter everywhere. They've opened the cupboard, they've pulled my heels out. Which I don't know how they do. Neither do I. No idea. The curtains are open, like fucking whoever's on the street can see in. (laughs) And the cats are just like running and muck in there. And then I'll, you know, the cats are out. Then I'll go to the next room, open the door, check Yuki. Okay, there's poos on the puppy pad. So clean up the puppy pads. Wipe her bottom because she's going to go on the bed for five minutes to make sure there's no poo on her paws. Yeah. So clean her up and then, you know, make sure that everything's okay. Oh, my God. I forgot how intense having a puppy was. It's It's like I'm reliving it through Ella at the moment, guys. It's a madhouse. Yeah. It's a madhouse. Like it gets better though. Yeah. I, I remember now as well. Like when I first got the cats, they were biting everything. They were scratching everything. Like you kind of forget because yeah. now they don't do any of that. And then you miss it though as well, yeah. you know. So you have to just She's getting better. She's like she's like I didn't really know how trainable she was going to be. Um, I don't know. I kind of heard that Poms and like I read it online that they're not very intelligent. But she's fucking smart. Yeah, like, but it, look, I – look – Millie is meant to be, you know, Australian Shepherd. They're meant to be like one of the smartest dogs out there. Bitch is smart. Let me yeah. tell you, she tricks me sometimes. Yeah. But also she can be really dumb too. Yeah. So, look, I mean, you can get the smartest human, babe, but they can also be the dumbest. So, yeah. you know, yeah. give the give the cats and the dogs a break. Oh, no, like I'm proud of her. I'm proud yeah, of good her. Good girl. I'm very good proud girl, of her. Good girl, Kimmy. Good yeah, girl. Good girl. She's getting better at walking. She's still barking at people because small dog syndrome is a real thing. She only barks when I'm holding her, though. If I put her down, she's scared shitless. So she's only barking because she's up high. And because she's up high and she's on their level. She's like, no one can touch me. 
Um, but yeah, Yuki's definitely trending, as we said in the last yes. episode. Well, I, I really think that we should keep that trending. Yeah, our, okay. our segment. So for this week, what's been trending this week for you? Jeez, you're trending like crazy. That is so fetch. Mm, what's trending? Ooh. New makeup. Love that. Tell us about so it. So I was really excited to actually, today's the first day I tried it. Fully influenced yep. some random chick. Don't know her name, don't even know who you are. You're gorgeous though. Anyway, she did like this TikTok. If you want new makeup and you want to get it from Sephora, this is what you need. And I was straight away, I was like, oh, new makeup. You know, I just wear mineral tinted moisturizer yep. right now. So sure, let's give it a whirl. And it went for like five minutes, watched the whole thing. Yep. Um, a Dior foundation. A s- the Dior backstage. Backstage. Yep. And then the concealer, which is Fucking insane. Yeah. I used it this morning, guys. It looks great. It's been hours since I put no, it on. The makeup is still flawless and you're not even like, oily? you're not oily. She's like, everyone keeps coming for me that I'm wearing a filter. I don't have a filter on. It's this powder. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> so I <laughs> added that to the basket in uh, Sweet Honey. That's what she used. So I was like, yeah, I kind of look like the same skin Love tone. that. So I guess makeup is trending for me. I'm using a Revlon lipstick that you gave me ages ago yep. that I love. Yep. Um glazed mauve yeah so that's trending for me i love that new makeup and you enjoy it i think as you get better and you get products that you really enjoy actually putting on yeah well at least your trending is a positive because my trending is definitely uh so this might make you itchy guys just a fucking itch yeah just a trigger warning here um so i got bed bugs oh yeah yeah so anything that's fucking upholstered right now that I sit on, I'm just – so Friday night um, we were here for an event. We recorded. Um, I literally slept in this bed at this random hotel that I found uh, because thanks Australian Open, couldn't even get a yeah. bloody booking anywhere. Slept in this bed. I went to bed at 9.30 and I got up at 5.30, okay? I was literally in bed for that long. Got up in the morning, half asleep, put my clothes on, out the door, had to go straight to the What airport. did you sleep in? I slept in a red Peter Alexander singlet and my oh, my Vegemite, Vegemite. pajamas. Yeah, it's bitten me through, or they've gone like under my clothes to bite me. I don't want to think about that. Got to keep going with this. <laughs> so by the time I get to Sydney, which is like a few hours later, like I've had breakfast. I'm at my parents' place. Which sorry, mum and dad, I came to your house instead of going to my house first. Mum's like fucking fumigated the fucking place, like washed everything in hot water, hung everything out. So if you like are contaminated let's say it's but like- ha- you but you just don't know if your if my suitcase was contaminated like you're not to know right you know what i mean so even if you went there and like sat on the couch at your parents house couldn't transfer like can- well i mean yes but oh. you just don't know like that's a thing because it could you could have thought it was just mosquito bites well that's the thing yeah. i got in the car because we were pa- helping my brother paint his house and i got in the car and i was like jack oh my god is there mozzies in here babe i've just got eaten and i started looking down and i started having mozzie bites so i thought to mm. myself oh they're just mozzies which is normal because i've is, got like t- 10 right yeah. now i'm on the farm yeah it's you know there's mozzies yeah. whatever Anyway, later that night, okay, I'm in the shower. All right, mozzie bites, fucking annoying. I wake up the next morning, Mm. eaten a fucking – I just had bites all over me. It gets to a point like around 11 a.m. on Sunday and you know that agitated feeling when you're so itchy and agitated and like you can't stop moving? Mm. I was like, I've got to go home, got to go home. I literally have to like take – give me antihistamine, give me something. Mm. Straight away I was like, I've got to get some – of that Calamine lotion. I've got to get something to put on this because they're so itchy. I literally did a Woolworths order so it would be home for me when I got home. By the next day, 
they were so red and inflamed that I was like, I need to get a doctor's appointment. Couldn't get like into the medical center, anything. So I paid $49 on Insta scripts to get a virtual consult with a doctor. Did that. She's like, look, it's definitely bed bugs. So then she's like, okay, I'm going to give you the, the steroid cream to put on topically to help with the itch and, and reduce inflammation. And then I was like, look, I've got a photo shoot. I need to like get better. I can't have these things. So she's like, All right, I'll give you a steroid as well, pregnant prednisone or I don't know how to pronounce it. But it, it's a steroid and you don't want to be on steroids for a very long time. She only gave me five tablets. So I've only got one more day tomorrow. But um, yeah, so that's been my trending at the moment. Like my life's been revolved around this fucking bed bugs. Bed bugs, man. They're it real. They're, squirm. they're fucking around. Check your beds. I literally went out and bought this UV light now because oh, so I'm traumatised. They can live on your blood. Like they just eat once and then they just fucking lay dormant and it's like, oh, time to eat again. I'm going to go find humans. But like I wanted to pull my skin off. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking paranoid now. Yeah, as you would be. It's a yucky feeling and you feel dirty and like. Yes. Yeah. But, it, but also it's like it. Bed bugs have nothing to do with hygiene either. Yeah. Like it's not like it needs a dirty surface. It, it's got nothing to do with that. You know, I think there's a lot of um, stigma around it. And yeah. I thought like I posted a TikTok because I was like, you know what? Yeah. I, I want to get people's opinions on this. And yeah. I want to know, do people fucking get bed bugs? Mate, so many people have got bed bugs, have dealt with it. And I'm like, no one talks about it. Well, I but I can understand yeah. why no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you don't want to relive it. Yeah. You don't want to go on about it. Yeah. So that's been my trending. So wow. it hasn't been a great trending, but do you know what? We're raising awareness about bed bugs. Just yep. to be aware. Mm. And you never think that it will happen to you. And then it does, and it's like, ha, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite, bitch. Oh my god. I know. Saying, don't let the bed bugs bite. I fucking spoke to Mark, my brother, the other day, and then he he was like, Sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, that saying. Let's um, shake it off. Let's shake it off. Shake, shake it off. off. Shake it I actually got my Taylor Swift VIP pack in the mail yesterday and Did I'm you so get excited. VIP tickets? Yes, because I'm a psycho. How much are VIP tickets? Um, I think I paid $700 for my... Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say like over 1000 No, but okay. there, there are ones that are over 1000 Oh, wow. But when the tickets went on sale, like back fucking when they yeah. came out, I was I would have paid anything. I was just yeah. like, get me the ticket. And that's what it was like. It was Armageddon. It was like fucking first in, get everything you wow. can. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Taylor Swift fans are scary. Going on my birthday, got my outfit, got my reputation. Whoa. Yeah, it's a thing. Like, you've got to dress up. Right. Yeah. I just don't get it. Sorry. I'm so excited. I just don't get it. But that's cool. Like, that's exciting. Yeah. That's fun. It's something you, I'm looking forward yeah. to and I feel like it's going to be a highlight of my year, you like, know? I don't even have an artist that I actually think of in that way. Maybe there's just not one that you've resonated yet with. Like, before we get into the topic, we have got a great topic today, actually. But also... Yes. Two really exciting things that we can share with you guys. The first one is we are going to Mali. Yeah, we're going to the Mallies. Now, I wonder if anyone knows what the Mali is. Because, look, we were texting the other day and I randomly was People like. People like, what the fuck are these idiots I, talking like, about? Where the fuck is Mali? And I just said to Dom, I'm like. I'm just going to call it Mally. I think it's cute and I like it. And I don't know if anyone else calls it Mally, but that's what we're calling it. And where are we going? We are going to the motherfucking Maldives. The Maldives. It's actually called Maldives. Maldives? I think we say it like really bogan. Well, babe, we're calling it Mally. So, I mean, like. Mally? Mally? 
Mally, it Maldives. doesn't really matter if we're calling them Maldives, Maldives, Maldives. fucking whatever. We're going to a place that we never thought we'd ever get to go to in our lifetime. Like the most romantic place in the entire world. <laughs> in the entire and world. We are not going with our boyfriend. And my boyfriend is not happy about it. I know. But, you know, look, these opportunities, they show up, and obviously we would love to take our partners. Oh. But, you know, we also would love to take each other. Yes. So that's what we're doing. And we honestly just can't even believe that oh we are going there in three weeks or less than. You see this place in movies. You see, like, real famous celebrities in these beautiful places. Well, it's just one of those locations that you, like, my entire life have seen photos and yeah. vision of this place. And you just think, where is to go. Yeah, it's like one of the, it's something out of, like, a brochure. You know, yeah. it's it's one of those places that you see on like billboards and you just think, is that fucking real? And like everyone gets engaged yeah. there and like or have their honeymoons there. Yeah. And like I've had a, a one old girlfriend who has ha- – she had her honeymoon there and I just remembered her telling me how much it costs and I was like, how am I ever going to do that, you know? It it's is a one- very expensive place. Yeah, and because it is far away, it's one of those places that you've got to take multiple flights. So. Yeah. When the opportunity arose with Luxury Escapes, we were like, look, we can't not go. Yeah. Like it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime yeah. things with getting to work with Luxury Escapes is that you guys are really going to come and live with us yeah. through this experience because we're going to be recording while we're there. Mm-hmm. We're obviously going to be recording and filming every fucking little thing. Yeah. Coming from a girl who grew up in Western Sydney, who mm-hmm. had nothing, who's been divorced, all of this shit mm-hmm. that's happened to me in my life, like, never would I thought I'd be in this position now. So I just want to say to all of you guys listening, yeah. if you think that, you know, good things will never happen to you or you'll never mm-hmm. get opportunities, don't don't think like that. Because you have I, to believe. You have to believe. Mm. I know that sounds corny as fuck and like... But woo-woo. it's the truth. It is. It is the truth. Like, I did my giveaway on Monday yeah. and when I called, she's actually a listener as well. She's Aww. been listening to the podcast, I Lily. She's from Sydney. Hi, Lily. Congratulations. I know. It was honestly just like the most amazing feel. Yeah. I mean, she was crying so then I was like Aww. holding it back myself. But she was saying, you know... She'd been manifesting and, you know, I'm a big believer in manifesting yep. and she, she said that things have been really hard like financially and she wanted to start believing in herself more and she was like, this has just made me realise and, you know, motivate me to believe more and I'm I like, love that. I, I can just resonate with that so much in my life. Yep. Um, and it does sound corny but it is the truth. Like, it really you've fucking just got to keep believing. And I've never – and now – you know, I'm turning 31 next month. I've finally reached a stage in my life. And it's it's always when you're like in your early 20s, you think, oh, fuck, life's yeah. just fucking hard slog. It's yeah. shit. I'm never going to get anywhere in life mm-hmm. that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you're in your early 20s. Yeah. You are meant to go through that. It's like meant to be Now that I'm hard. on the other side of that, yeah. I can understand it. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw this quote today mm-hmm. um, and I put it in my notes and it says, sometimes the grass is greener because it's fake. Uh, so I know it's not yeah. related to what we're talking about, but yeah. I just I saw that quote today and it really like it made me think because you know sometimes you see a lot of shit mm-hmm. and you know it's hard to believe and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. I think it's always good to have like perspective yes. as well. But when you are younger, you're meant to make mistakes. Oh, Life yeah. isn't meant to be fucking easy and oh. go, everything goes your way. I really do think that all of that hardship 
makes mm. your life better. It does. In the long term. I know that sounds weird. Like, trust me, coming from a person that's fucking had hardship. Yeah. You know? And I think that as well, like, hardship helps shape us. Mm. Like, and we, we all have in our own way, in our own right, our own hardships, you mm. know? I think it definitely shapes us and prepares us for what's next and what's going to happen in our Big later time. 20s or 30s. Yep. You know, everything happens for a reason. There, there's, to me, always a silver lining, even in the worst situations ever. There just has to be a silver lining. And if you believe in that, then that's what's going to come your way. Everyone has a story to tell. And we know that from people we've met in life and, you know, even day to day when you meet someone and then you have a chat and you learn something about them that you just couldn't have imagined. Yeah, I I think, you know, one of the most exciting things and the most beautiful things about life is getting to meet people and hearing their stories. Mm. I really, really enjoy mm-hmm. that. I think everyone has a story and there's something so beautiful about that. There's so many stories out there, man. And everyone has their own journey and has their own path and all of that. So, And there's probably people that we know who we've known for a long time and we probably don't even know their story. Yeah. Because some people hold those sort of cards close to their chest because they don't want to be like the sob story. Mm. Some people just don't share their stories because they don't want that sympathy. Yeah. They don't want people to look at them any differently. Oh, okay, maybe they've lost their husband, they passed. Like they don't want people to know yeah. those sorts of things. Yeah. So, oh, there are definitely a lot of people like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm just like, oh, yep. I'm da- pretty open oh, too. I think, I think, I think it's the way to be. I think it's nice, like, definitely an oversharer, yeah. um, even with people that I don't know. I will tell you everything that you want to know about me um, or anything I've done. But I think that if we're in a position to share, I think that we should because – it just helps someone else. It yeah. might help the next person. It might help a friend of a friend and help people not feel so alone. Yeah, and I think that leads perfectly actually into our topic for today, which is all mm. about the honeymoon phase. And I think this yes. is something that really does affect a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I know it did to me when I was a lot younger because yeah. I would always judge my relationship based on what I see from others mm. and, you know, being like, oh, they've been in a relationship for four years but they're still like, look how fucking lovey-dovey they are now. on social media. But yeah. then two weeks later they break up and, and you know, you chat to your girlfriend and they're like, oh, no, we're so fucking unhappy. Yeah. So it's like, yes, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, that, but also the honeymoon phase is something that does end but that doesn't mean that you have to lose mm-hmm. that vibrancy, the intimacy mm-hmm. and that happiness in a relationship. So I was at a girlfriend's birthday in December last year with like all my close girlfriends and I said to the girls, I'm like, guys, I think my honeymoon stage is over. And they're all sitting there, everyone's sitting around the table and everyone goes, because they're all in, you know, long-term relationships, six plus years. They all go, welcome. And I'm like. Like at some club. I'm like, well, what do you fucking mean? What do you mean, welcome? Like, what is this? Because I have not been in a relationship as an adult, okay? I have nothing to really compare to my relationship right now. So I think it was about 10, 11 months the honeymoon phase has ended. I started to realise, wow, like, things just sort of piss you off a bit faster. Mm -hmm. You know, things might 
get on your nerves a bit more. And living together too. It like living amps all together. that up because you're really, really seeing each other. Yeah. Like at every point, you know. And it just got me really thinking like, okay, well, if I've been with him for over a year now and like – it took us about 10, 11 months. Like, is that a good thing? Like, what about if people's honeymoon phase ends after two weeks? Does that mean that it's not their person? Like, then and I was. And you like, can overthink oh. and overanalyze this forever, like to and the I end was. of the earth. I was. But like, it'll send you mental, won't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, like, why why did it end like this? Like, why, why do we even call it a honeymoon stage? Like, where does who invented yeah. this? What is honeymoon the honeymoon period? Phase? Like, is it bad when we get out of a honeymoon phase? And let's just preface this by saying, hell no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A honeymoon phase is just something that some hallmark motherfucker made up with to label that really oh my god like you know love heart eyes yeah. kind of that feeling that when you've just started a new relationship it's a new feeling it's yeah. like when you get a new car it's like oh my god i want to keep it so clean yeah you know i don't want to eat in my new car i don't want to fucking take your shoes off before. No, it's it's yeah. that thing it's like oh i've i've lost the honeymoon phase with my new car or mm. you know when you get y- y- a new iphone yeah. or a new phone you're like oh delicate so careful Precious. Fucking, you know, a few, few weeks later, you drop it on the floor. Yeah, it's like, like ah. whatever. It, there's a honeymoon phase for everything. Yeah, right. But for some reason, when it comes to a relationship, mm. we get so like intense about it and we mm. worry about it, which is fair enough because a relationship is like a lifelong thing, obviously. Yeah. We get into a relationship because we want that person to be our forever. Yeah. And it's okay that a honeymoon phase, and I do that with inverted commas yeah. because – it is a bit of a bullshit. And you know what's so interesting? Because, again, I'm learning all – the guys, this is my first time in a relationship. Yeah, so I'm exactly. learning a lot. Like I'm having these open conversations with Guy and my friends and, like, even my friends, you know, opened up to them being like, we have our tiffs and we bicker a bit. And they all were like, yeah. And I'm like, well, none of you have ever told me about it. Because no one wants to sit there and – But I'm like, well, this is what I'm bickering about. Yeah. Do you? And they're like – well, yeah, and I'm like, but I haven't learned anything from you guys, you know. Like, I didn't know that this is okay. Like, uh, uh, no one's been just bitching all the time to you about Jack leaving the fucking drawers <laughs> open all the time. I literally got home and I, f- I filmed it. I walked into the le- the bedroom and the fucking drawer was open and I filmed it. I was like, do you see? Oh, my God. Like, but it's just really interesting. Like, I understand now what people say when they say relationships require effort, you know, but but then there's some people that say your relationship should be easy. Oh. So I get I get that because for the first, you know, 10, 11 months, everything was fucking happy days like roses, butterflies. Yeah. Still is, but there's a layer of like, you know, you can get a little bit pissy really easily. And then I was having this conversation with one of my friends as well, which was even more interesting. And I actually heard this on a podcast as well. And she was saying, you know, sometimes I'm sitting on the couch with her fiancé and she says sometimes it feels like I'm just hanging out with my brother because the way that we communicate with our partner, it becomes really similar to the way that we communicate with our sibling if we're close. Yeah. Well, when you're spending all that time with someone, you become so, I don't know, like I feel like, most nights when I lay on the couch at night and I've got like one leg up there and I'm like, yeah. this is so probably not sexy to him. Yeah. But it's like, but this is me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not trying to be like well, we, all the time. It's like we pass that whole I don't need to impress him, right? Yes. 
So is that when people start saying, oh, you know, you lose yourself because you stop trying to impress and like look your best. So then people may lose themselves. Is that what that whole, like, if we stop caring so much about the way we look. Look, the way I see it is. I'm going to be more in love with someone if I know that they are in their most relaxed, yeah. completely unfazed state. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that that's what Jack loves most about me when yeah. he sees me. Yeah. Like no makeup Same. on, like relaxed, mm. just paired back. Just funny how guys chilled. really do. And I feel like that is also a new in our generation shift. Yeah. That time. I'm learning from my brother, from yeah. some of my male friends and now my partner that they are more – physically attracted to the opposite sex, whoever, or, you know, whatever it may be that they're attracted to with less makeup. Yeah. The less, the more natural, you know, the less fake lashes, the less uh, filler. Which has changed it's so changed. much. You even think from like the 80s, right? Mm. The perms, the mm. fucking heavy foundation, then the 90s, like really heavy eye makeup. And just through the generations of what the beauty standard is. Like yeah. we're getting into a completely different world now, but like yeah. even from beauty standards to now what mm. is acceptable, what what women feel as though needs to be the attainable goal for them in order to find a, a mate mm. is, is completely shifted. But so I think, weird. you know, for me, I know I'm in a happy relationship because – I feel most loved when I'm just relaxed and being mm. myself and whatever. Mm. I do think, and we've spoken about this off and on the podcast, but mm. I feel as though the living together thing, mm. where it transitioned was I think him getting used to me doing things constantly. Yes. So there's always a clean, fresh towel in the bathroom. Mm. There's always a clean bed. There's always mm. a, you know, everything's neat. Example, last night we got into bed. Yesterday I cleaned the house like a fucking crazy person. I'm talking like timber yep. stuff because of the the poos and the weeds. So I'm like yep. vacuum mopping. And then um, I remember I bought some really nice bamboo silk bedding. Nice. Because it's summer. We don't have aircon downstairs. We yeah. just got the fans. Cooler. So we're in bed last night yep. and I am just – I'm in the bed thinking, oh, this is just Best so feeling, new soft. Yep, yep. Oh, my God, this is so fucking nice on yep. my skin. And I was like to him, babe, did you notice that we got new sheets? Because, like, the creases were still in them, as in, like, folded creases, yeah, yeah. like, perfectly fucking schmick. And then he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah it's a it, real thing, isn't what it? What is it that they do? I don't know. I think we just – and you know what? I'm actually rereading – uh, an old book that I read years ago, you would know it, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From yep. Venus. It's great. It it really just like solidifies our thoughts on men yep. and the way that they, you know, deal with problems in a relationship, how to solve it, how to listen. Like it just validates everything. Our thinking is, t- is so different. So different. Like I need to remember that when I'm looking at him thinking, Okay, why isn't he doing these mm-hmm. certain things that I want? I know I need done. Yeah, but it's like in his mind, that's not a. Well, it's also thing. like, and it, it comes back to the honeymoon stage, and you know when that fizzles or whatever you want to fucking call. Yeah. But accepting that we are different, mm-hmm. we are different creatures. Yeah. Like yep. we are, t- we are wired to our fucking core, our bones, our brain, fucking, our ev- hormones, fucking everything, everything is wired differently. Yeah. So I think it's just like accepting that we are so different but also figuring out like solutions how to overcome when you might clash. Guy and I 
are the least compatible. Girl, I was all about the star signs growing up. I would Google, like, if I'm going on a date with a guy and I know his birth date, I will check his star sign and check how compatible we are. And guy is my least compatible. Very, like, Aries, Pisces, fire, water. Yeah. Like, we don't I work. Know. You're not meant to work. Yeah, yeah. We don't work. Yeah. So we definitely butt heads or we sometimes just aren't we're just not meeting on that same level and he's not understanding what i'm trying to say and like we definitely have that where it it doesn't it just doesn't fucking meet and it's just being able to stop for a second and listen and hear each other out yeah but there's this thing um with the book is reminding me how it's very much like when a woman wants to just like talk about her day, if something's been really stressful, like she wants to vent, we're not venting so that he will help us solve the problem. Exactly. Yeah. We literally just want you to listen. Yes. Like I don't need your help. I can figure this shit out on my own. I just need you to listen. Yes. And I find it very hard to communicate that to Jack. Yeah. Like well, I'm not – they might get offended. Yeah. Like I'm not asking you to fix the issue. I just want a bitch yeah. about something that's yeah. fucking annoying me. Because then if we like block off their problem solving, they will then feel rejected and not good enough and not heard. So then they go into their man cave. Defensive man cave, yep. And then they will stay there until they feel they have a solution of how to fix what's just happened. Us as females from fucking Venus, we don't need men to solve our problems. Like that's what it's just like known for, that women are more than capable Mm. of solving their own problems. Yes. And men, it's very much they just need to feel like supported and nurtured and loved from us. Like that's all that they need from us. Like they don't need us to also solve their problems. It's so interesting. It is. It Yeah. I, and I can see that like sometimes I think maybe Jack might think that I'm trying to encroach and try and solve mm-hmm. issues. I can actually see that now that yeah. you said that. Definitely. Living together and being out of the honeymoon phase, yeah. it's – these are the real life things that you've got to deal yeah. with. What? Who's cooking dinner? What are mm-hmm. we having for dinner tonight? Um, you know, babe, close the fucking dr- cutlery drawer. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand. Close it. Uh, it's like it's funny. Like you walk into your kitchen and it's like a poltergeist has been there and opened all the drawers. I'm like, for fuck's sake, is there yeah. a ghost that lives in this house now? And it's such a small thing though that like before this honeymoon phase it is like it's a fucking cupboard that's open it's like why is it now more frustrating yes. than it was when we were in this love bubble why is it it's like, now oh, i would have closed the. don't worry about the cupboard yeah but now it's like for fucks do you know yeah. what it is it's because do you know why because i let it go for too long with not yeah. saying anything and just closing it and now i so i miraculously and i've got the shits of closing it mm. but i should have Said it early. Said it, that's Because you gotta that's you gotta it. stop it early. There we go. And that's what they say, you know, like early hun- days of dating. But the honeymoon phase is, oh, don't worry. I yeah. love it. I'll do it. I'll do anything because we want for you. To, because yes. we wanna be like the perfect girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's it. That's it right there. Because we both wanna be the angel. So we're both just playing our cards right for that yeah. honeymoon phase. Yeah. You know, we're falling madly in love. Mm. But then it's like, do you think? If this honeymoon phase dies a lot faster and, like, then your butt heads, you know, if, you, if you've if you committed to each other, you dated for a few months and you're like, I love you, let's be in a relationship and then the fucking honeymoon phase is dead and then you start fighting every day. Do you think that if your honeymoon phase ends faster, maybe they're not the one? 
See, that's such a hard question. Because then, like, you're, you're obviously getting hard... on each other's nerves a lot sooner and, like, maybe you're more likely to fight, which is, you know, like fighting. I, I think, think it's more good. can you work through it, through it. I don't think you can base it off how soon you get out of a honeymoon phase is, like, does that mean your relationship's going to end? I think it's more how or if you can work through that fighting. Like, if you're fighting every day, like, I mean, also, what are, what are levels of arguing and fighting? Yeah. Like, I have a lot of fire in me. Like, I haven't been triggered, like, my angry fucking yeah. inner demon <laughs> since I was, like, 18, 19, which when I, that was when I was with my drug addict boyfriend. And he was, like, lying, cheating, stealing, all of that. He's the last person that brought out this side oh. of me that I was terrified of. I was I'd like, love to fucking see it. <laughs> I was like, I thought I'd be scared and probably cry, to be honest. I mean, I would be too. I, I would be upset that I even let someone wow. get me that upset because I was so angry. And like, I was with the guy for nearly two years and he was just like, shit. He was so, he, he like stripped me. Isn't of it crazy my, thinking back to like, what, it's like, why? He just took all of my good out of me. And I, just horrible. And I, and now I think, I think that that plays a really big role in why I don't get angry and like yell yeah. and scream yeah. because when I did do that, it was scary for me because I like, you know, saw red. And I think that if someone makes you see red and triggers you in that way, it's not good for you. Yeah, that's definitely a yeah. fucking red flag yeah. in a relationship. Like <laughs> yeah. if you are out of a honeymoon phase and you're like a- screaming at each other. Yeah. yeah I don't think like, that, yeah. It's so interesting. And so Guy and I, you know, New Year, we hadn't gone out on a date in quite a while, like with intent to let's book somewhere nice. Yeah. Like, we haven't done that in ages. I know, I haven't done that. In we hadn't done it in a while. And the other week, we went out for lunch. We had a lunch rather than a dinner. Nice. Yeah, during the day, went to the city, went to her bar, had a steak. Typical eating the fucking <laughs> same thing at a restaurant than what we eat at home. Had a fucking steak. And we don't drink, so we're just having like sparkling water. Sparkling, <laughs> sparkling water, please. Maybe like a hint of lemon in there. <laughs> sparkling fucking water. We're so boring, I swear. And then we just like walked around the city and it was really nice. Yeah. And, you know, we got home that night and we just sat on the couch the rest of the night, watched movies with the three fucking animals. But that was really nice. Like, you need we we should do yeah. it more even if it's once a month like and I feel like we've actually spoken about this on the podcast about like doing date nights and I think that it's important to even just have it in the calendar yeah. so that you know it's coming up don't make excuses you know if you treat like just go out and I know, do it even just like going out to like the markets or something and going exactly. for a, I know doing stuff like that I really need to factor that in more it's just like it doesn't have to be a dinner day a lush dinner yeah. it can be anything it could be going to get your favorite hot jam donuts on a sunday like just the little things like that where you're out of your home mm. And you're doing like a common interest, whether it's eating or like sharing a hobby or just something really cute. And I think that I want to try and do more of that this year. I look at my friends around me who are married and have kids and on their second kids and homes and, you know, like really building their future. And I'm like, it's a 50% divorce rate. Who is going to still be with their partners? Well, I'm going to rig that by never getting married again. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> count me out of that. But can you believe that? Well, yeah, 50%. Like, think about us. We're sitting here. One of us. One of us has got divorced. I had this thing in my notes. Yeah. About the 50% thing. Only 50% make it. Yep. In a marriage. 
And then those who do stay together, only 50% of them are fulfilled. That's so like, the other 50 are just unhappy. That's bleak. And staying because 100%. loyalty. Loyalty, you know, like obviously they're loyal to the marriage and they believe in when you're married, you just stay together. Or they stay together for kids. They stay together because they don't have a financial way out, which is very common. Yeah, and I think man. for women it's very tough. And also people are afraid to be single again. Hello, because it's fucking tough out there for a girl. And I had a couple of other things in my notes when I was really, I think I was on my flight home from Sydney. I had asked myself this question. Are you naive to think that love lasts forever? And are we destined to live happily ever after? Because you know that humans, we're not meant to have one true love. We are born to procreate with more than one spread your seed that's what it's that, about yeah so i mean i've i've been in love one time before when i was 17 i don't know if you really count it this is the second time i'm i'm in love and it's it is a really interesting thing because there's people that are firm believers on yes you should have one true love and then there's very firm believers who i've spoken to who are very much like nah i'm gonna have more than five in my time i think putting all your eggs in one basket and saying there's only one true love mm. is number one i think it's a bit silly because if you put all that pressure on yourself to be like oh no i've got to find the one mm. you, you're never gonna I allow yourself. Yeah. And I feel like I remember when I was young, when I was like a little girl, I always dreamed of having one true love. It's because you watch Cinderella and you watch fucking Little Mermaid and they all find their prince charming, fucking go off in the sunset happily ever after. Mm. It's all bullshit. We've been programmed by these Disney movies Mm. and by everything that we see that there's always this happily ever after and you have 2.5 children and you go Mm. off and everything's la-la-la daisy. But you don't see after that phase, do you? Mm. You don't see after the – I don't think it's naive to think that love – I think if you believe that love lasts forever, mm. I think I think that's a beautiful thing. And if yeah. you can actually have faith in that, mm. you know how people have faith in like Jesus or yeah. whatever other God you want to believe in. It's it's literally like having faith in love. See, the thing with love is it's fluid. It's like the ocean. The waves go in and out. Yeah. I don't think you can ever just be in love and that's all you'll ever feel. Yeah. Like love comes with so much emotion. Yeah. Love comes with sadness, hate. Mm jealousy Mm. all of those emotions come with love and that's fine because i think love is made up of all those little things like i wouldn't be jealous if i didn't fucking love that person oh i wouldn't be upset or angry if i didn't love you yeah and i know some people might say that that's a bit toxic to say oh you make me angry because i love you so much yeah and it's overwhelming and i think that there's so much pressure on relationships to be perfect and i'm finally understanding what people mean when they say relationships do take work yeah. requires, you know, both parties' effort. Bringing something to the table, bitch. Yeah. And I'm like just really finally understanding that yeah. part of relationships now. Um, now the honeymoon stage is over. It doesn't and shouldn't mean that the relationship is going to change. I think – I think when the honeymoon phase ends, you just need to be more aware that maybe we need to spice things up or how can yeah, we? Yeah, and, and also acknowledging that it's okay. Yeah. You know, the honeymoon yeah. phase, 
is just another stage of your relationship and there's going to be stages and that's fine. And yeah. I- I'm really curious though to keep this chat going though in the Facebook group I mean, and yeah, see it's great. It's what great everyone has to say because I know there are going to be so many opinions around this. Mm. Relationships change all the time. So I, I, what I love about our Sit With Us community is that we have listeners of all different age groups and I love oh, yeah. that everyone comes together in the Facebook group and we're able to have these discussions with different mm-hmm. generations. So please come and join us in the Facebook group, guys, and keep this conversation going. And if you guys are even experiencing right now, because surely there's got to be some of you guys listening who are literally in the same shoes. Surely some of you have just felt that shift in the relationships where it's like, okay, that phase is over. Now we're in. Now we're like... You know how I say the dating period is like the trailer to the film? Yeah. It's like, what is this part of a relationship now? When the honeymoon stage is done, what is this next phase? Yeah, and, and people say, you know, if when you're older, things are sped up. For me, I can, I can agree with that. Like, you know, meeting the love of my life at 29, like yeah. it has sped things up. I mean, yeah, let's start that chat. Let's start that thread yeah. in the group. I'm so curious to see what you guys are navigating through now or if you have in the past or if you're, you know, still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, If you're still in that phase. how is that? Tell us all about it. All the fucking sex here, there and everywhere, babe. I know. I was thinking about that the other way. I'm like, (laughs) fuck, what? Like, remember when we used to do all of this crazy shit? Now it's just like, you can't compare. You can't. No way. No, nah, you, 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 you just can't. The other thing that we were meant to say at the start of the episode, when I, I said we have two things to oh, say. Oh, shit. We, we didn't, didn't even, even say the it. second one. Oh. So the second one is, guys, which is super exciting, and we have been told we can actually tell you we are doing Stuff with Channel 9 for Married at First Sight. Yes. This is very exciting. We are yeah. going to be... Debriefing, if you might call it that. Yes. Uh, on the dinner parties this season for Maths Season 11, which is fucking iconic. I can't believe oh it. God. It's a real fucking round the world moment. Okay, yeah. right now? It's it like is. it's all come together. It's like it's a fucking full circle moment. It's a full circle moment. Today, we had our wedding dresses on. We did a photo shoot in our God. fucking Maths wedding dresses. Oh, my God. Dresses. I cannot wait for everyone to see these photos. And like what, just such a weird feeling yeah. being together yeah. in our wedding dresses because one, I'd never seen Dom's dress. Nah, we'd never seen we, our dresses we'd in We'd never life. seen that before. We'd never nah. done that before. No. So, like, that was weird. But, yeah, we're going to be doing some really fun recaps and there'll be visuals so it is actually filmed. Yes. And it will be on the Nine Now app. app. So it's going to be on the Nine Now app. Um, it'll also be online. So I'm pretty sure that if you guys internationally get a VPN, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. There's all, If there's a will, there's a way, guys. There's always a way. Um, but we'll try and post as much as we can online on our socials as well. I'm sure we'll get snippets from Channel 9. But, yeah, it's really exciting. It is it's, fun. It's, um, the next few months are going to be intense and busy, but we wouldn't have it any other way, and you guys are coming on the ride with us. So, I mean, strap in, bitches. Strap in. And we also have a new YouTube series that has started. Oh, my God. I know. Every, fuck. And what else? Anything There's a lot else? of fucking things to drop. <laughs> the merch is dropping on the 12th of Feb. We've got a new YouTube series, which is live, and we plan to be doing oh more Oh, my God. Them. We're doing the coolest thing next month as well. Fuck me up. So, fucking stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone, and have the best day, night, wherever you are in the world. We love you. Love you. Bye.